Listen, I am so glad you guys are here tonight. Hopefully you guys have had a really good time and we still have some fun left. And here's the thing, if you're here for the first time, one of our guests, we want you to know that you are family to us and we have M12 every Wednesday night. Now obviously this is a little bit different than a typical Wednesday night. Because this is called Chalktoberfest, and this is all about celebrating Halloween. Some of you guys wore costumes. You guys look awesome. We have a costume contest winner already, which was amazing. And I was Willy Wonka for part of the night, so it was awesome. But here's the thing, man. We have M12 every Wednesday from 7 to 9, and we would love you for you guys to come back next week and, and hang out with us. Now, here's the thing about Halloween. Halloween is honestly not my most favorite time of the year. Like, I love candy. I like pumpkin pie. You know, I like, I like that stuff. But Halloween is, is not the most, scare, the most uh, fun time for me. And maybe it's because, maybe it's because one time, uh, I remember getting scared out of my living mind. Now, you guys probably have been scared before. Maybe somebody has scared you before. And I'm not talking about the whole, like, boo when you're not looking. I'm talking about legitimately being scared, right? And I remember I was in high school. I was a 10th grade, 11th grade. And I want to set the scene. So my best friend, his name was Dusty Cordell, right? And Dusty lived... Dusty lived in this secluded area, all right? You guys know what I'm going to say. It's kind of this hidden-by-the-woods type area, and uh, he had one of these big old houses with a lot of windows, all right? It's the perfect scary scene, if you will, right? B big house, lots of windows, gravel driveway, about 100 yards, gravel driveway, you know? And I remember it was about dusk, so it wasn't super dark yet, but it was getting dark and uh, I was coming over to Dusty's house because we were going to work on a school project. Here's the thing. Here's the setting. So it's almost dark time, right? Almost dark. And I pull up to Dusty's house, okay? I get out of my truck. I get my stuff. And Dusty had this older brother. And this was the time when the first Scream movie came on. Somebody had a Scream co uh, costume on tonight. Anyway, this was when Scream first came out. If you don't know what that is, that was kind of a scary movie back in the day, all right? And so literally, Dusty has this older brother, all right? And there's this swimming, he's got a swimming pool as well, you guys know what I'm saying? This is a scary scene, scary house, got the swimming pool. And so Dusty's brother thinks, man, it sure would be funny if I scare the mess, right, out of, out of Stephen. So literally dresses up in the scream costume, has a butcher knife in his hand, right, with a little ketchup on the end. I mean, he did this thing right. And then I get out of my truck. I'm closing the door. I'm starting to walk to the house, right? And he jumps over the fence in this scream costume coming at me with this knife. I mean, it was crazy, right? I was scared out of my mind. And yes, I peed my pants. It was awesome. I mean, it was so scary. I was in 10th grade. Yeah, man, I'm weak. I'm weak, right? And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Listen up, listen up, listen up. Listen up. Maybe that's why I'm not a huge fan of Halloween. And here's the thing. 
But this is what we know about Halloween. Halloween is not necessarily real. And here's what I mean by that. We, of course, we celebrate it. We get in our costumes. We go get all the candy we can in our neighborhood and all other neighborhoods. But at the end of the day, you take off your costume, you eat candy like crazy, and you call it a day. It's not real. It's not reality. It's not like it's, not like it's the truth. It's just all make-believe, the costumes, Some of you guys were scared of some of the masks that you saw tonight. And then when the guy took his mask off, you got better, right? Because it's not real. Yet here's what I want to say. Truthfully speaking, okay, truthfully speaking, there is something that is very, very real for all of us. And it is the struggle. It is the struggle between good and bad. It is the struggle between Good and evil. It is the struggle between right and wrong. It is the struggle between the world and God. It is the struggle between our sin and God's forgiveness over our sin. As a matter of fact, we don't have bulletins tonight, but I want you to think about this thought. The struggle is real. That's the bottom line tonight. The struggle is real. And you guys have said that before. Shh. I think that what we have to talk about tonight could change some of your lives. But if you're not listening, then you're not going to get it. See, students, the struggle is real. And we use that term or we say that term, but whether whether you believe it or not, there is a massive, I want you to think about this, there is a massive battle that's going on right now. And I I want to give you a picture of this battle. So I want to do two things very quickly And then we'll wrap up. The first thing I want to do is I want to look at a passage of Scripture that I think will help you to understand a little bit about this battle. And secondly, I want to play a video for you tonight because I think in this video, I think in this video you will get a picture of the battle that I'm talking about. The Bible says this in Ephesians. It's going to come on the screen. It says, finally... Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle, there it is, our struggle, the struggle is real. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but it is against rulers, authorities, powers of the dark world, and spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. See, students, it talks about a struggle. Paul talks about a struggle here. And the struggle is real. It's between good and evil. It's real. It's between God's forgiveness and the world. The struggle is real. And then he says it's not flesh and blood. It's not necessarily a struggle that you're necessarily having with someone else. We have those struggles at times. We get in arguments or fights with our parents or friends. And those struggles are real too. But the struggle that he is referring to, right, is this battle that we can't always see. Because it's a spiritual battle. And then he says it's powers of the dark world Spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. 
See, there it is again. It's the battle between light and darkness. The struggle is real. And I think if Paul were here, he would say this. This struggle is not necessarily between people. I want you to get that. But it's something above what we get to even see. It's good and it's evil. And here's what I want to do tonight. I want to show you a picture of this by a video. And before I show it, I want to be really honest with you. Because the video that I want to show you is a little graphic. There are some graphic scenes. But I want you to understand the realness of the battle and a struggle that each of us have. And so understand that my goal in showing the video is not to scare you in any way, but it is meant to give you a real picture of what this battle means and what this battle looks like. So I want you to do me a favor in the next five minutes. This doesn't require any talking. I just want you to glue your eyes to the screen. I want you to watch. I want you to see the battle that I'm talking about, the struggle that is real, and then I'm going to come back up and close this out. Watch it. The point of showing that, students, is that, yes, that is a powerful video, but the truth is that that is a struggle that we all face. The Bible says it like this. It says the enemy, Satan, the devil, he comes to steal and kill and destroy. See, his plan for your life is to steal and kill and destroy. And he doesn't want you to be a part of the light. He doesn't want you to choose things that are good over things that are bad. See, his plan is to steal and kill and destroy. And what you saw in that video is you saw a young lady who's in the midst of a battle. She's in the midst of a struggle, and in her struggle, she turns to all kinds of different things. She turns to a person, thinking that maybe he will fulfill her needs. She turns to harming herself, thinking that that would take away the pain and the struggle that she has. She turns to substance abuse. She turns to drugs. She turns to money. And what we find in that video is that all of those things, all of those avenues were never enough. And that's the struggle that we have. The struggle that we have is that we have this, this unfulfilled place in our life. And the only way that that is going to be fulfilled is through Jesus Christ. See, the next part of the verse is Jesus says this. He says, but I have come so that you might have life and have it to the full. See, what the Bible teaches is that when we accept Jesus Christ as our full identity, when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, that we are forgiven from the Mistakes that we make and from the sin in our life, right? Not only are we forgiven, but we are free in Christ. We are made free. And not only are we forgiven and made free, but the Bible teaches that you and I are made new. That we become a new creation in Christ Jesus. And I want you to understand something. When you accept Christ, that doesn't mean that the struggle is over. That doesn't mean that the struggle isn't happening anymore. 
But it does mean that the struggle is different. See, maybe you noticed in the video, this was one of my favorite parts, is after Jesus, the guy who played Jesus, shrugged off all of her enemies, all of the evil things in her life, right, that were leaving her void of what she truly wanted, he walks up to her, right, and she tries to get up, but what happens? She falls down again. See, there will always be struggles in your life, and there will always be struggles in our life. The struggle is not necessarily that it doesn't happen anymore, but it's so much different. And Jesus is more powerful than any struggle that you or I can go through. As a matter of fact, the Bible says, he that is in you, meaning Jesus Christ He that is in you is stronger, is greater than any power of this world. So when we're talking about this struggle between the world and between God, Jesus is bigger, he's greater, his plan for you is better. And the truth of tonight is that some of you came in this room, and yes, you've had a blast, you came with some friends, You came in a costume, you're ready to get more candy, all that stuff's great, but you came into this room and you know when you hear about this struggle or when you watch that video, now your life may not be representational of hers, you may not be digging into the things that she was digging into, but you know the struggle is real and you know that maybe you have never made the decision to turn to Jesus to see if perhaps he might help you in your struggle. And the Bible says it like this. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. You will be saved. The struggle for you will be different. And Jesus will help you in and through struggle. So here's the action step of tonight. Look to Jesus in your struggle and accept his invitation. See, Jesus came from heaven. He was God with skin on. He came from heaven, lived on the earth, lived among the earth, never did anything wrong, never sinned, never made any mistakes, treated people with love and kindness and goodness, healed people that needed to be healed, And the Bible says that Jesus said this. He said, I did not come for those who are well. I didn't come for those who have it all figured out, who don't need any help. I came for people who are sick. And what the Bible says is that sin makes you and I sick. And the only way for you and I to be forgiven and healed of our sickness of sin is by a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And students, all you have to do is accept his free gift of salvation tonight. Now, I know that this is going to be challenging because I know that you guys are hyper and I understand that. But I want to ask you to treat the next few moments very truthfully and sacredly. Because they have the power to change some of your lives. And so this is what I want to do. I want everybody to bow your heads and close your eyes. And I don't want to hear anybody talking. I don't want to hear a whisper in this room other than my own. 
That's not funny. Maybe you're in here tonight and you would say, Stephen, I know the struggle is real. And I know that I have never began a relationship with Jesus. I've never accepted that free gift of salvation. I've never accepted the invitation to follow him. And I want to do that tonight. Now, this is an invitation, students, as you're listening, as your heads are bowed and eyes are closed. This is not for those of you who would say, I've made that decision before, and I want to make that decision again. I want to recommit. I want to get back on the right path. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking to those of you who came in this room tonight, and the struggle is real for you, and you have never turned to Jesus. You've turned to other things. You've turned to people. You've turned to things, possessions but you've never turned to Jesus. And I want to give you an opportunity to turn to Jesus tonight. And so this is what we're going to do. If that's you tonight, I'm going to pray a prayer. And it's a simple prayer. It's not a prayer that you need to pray out loud. It's not a prayer that you need to... uh, All you need to do is just pray this prayer in your heart and your mind. If that's you tonight, you would say, I want to turn to Jesus and I, wanna, I want to accept him, and I want to turn to him. If that's you, I want you to pray with me this prayer. Just say, Jesus, I love you. And I admit that I've turned to other things in my life. But the struggle is real for me. And in the midst of that struggle, I've never turned to you. And I want to do that tonight. And so, Lord Jesus, I believe that you're the Son of God, that you died on the cross for my sin. And I accept your free gift of salvation tonight. And so, Jesus, would you come into my heart? Would you change me? Would you make me a new creation? I commit my life to you. And I thank you for saving me tonight. Help me with the struggle. In Jesus' name.